Hey, this is Dexter Sites. My name's Caleb Wood. My name is Billy Wood-Dolphin. And you're listening. You're listening to... You are listening to the Drum Report. To the GoPro Drum Report. To GoPro Drum Report. On Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. Welcome to the Verb Pod Network Grom Report. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With me on the line, a very special guest, a guy I've been wanting to get on the podcast for months now. I finally nailed him down. Uh, he was running around the, the compound down in Florida with the Lawrence brothers, and uh, I put a bug in their ear. They spurred me his contact information. The one, the only Tiger Wood. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you very, very much. It's stoked to be on here. Dude, absolutely stoked to have you. Uh, seeing you race last year down at the ranch, the the, the motors that weren't absolutely slogged with mud, uh, extremely impressive the speed that you were able to maintain, not only through that race, but also Spring Nationals last year. Uh, you're a kid that's on the rise. Um, like it, it seems like year after year, uh, there's more and more buzz about Tiger Woods. Yeah, the, anticipa- the anticipation's rising. Um yeah, I mean, stoked. I've uh, been working really hard. Uh, yeah, just training, working. Um, the results are starting to get better and better and better and had a great uh, great uh, week at Loretta's. Um, gosh, feels forever ago now, but... Um, Pretty much yeah, was. Yeah, had a great week before the mud. Um, first mud motos were unbelievable. Yeah, I was... Riding really good. I was stoked with um, yeah, how the motos went. And then since the the rain, um, definitely threw a curveball in it. But honestly, the fir- uh, the second moto still went good. Um, I got second in both of those, which can't complain. And then um, the third moto, yeah, we had some some bike issues, which really hurt us. But uh, yeah, move on. Um, I feel, I feel like I did the best that I could, so yeah, I was stoked. Yeah, there's only you can only control what you can control, and unfortunately, the mud is not one of them. Uh, that was my first Loretta's. Um, I was excited to be there the first two days. I couldn't believe the heat coming all the way from Canada. Uh, I had never yeah. experienced anything quite like that in my entire life, to be completely honest. Uh, and then the rains came, which unfortunately I am familiar with. Um, so, yeah, that was difficult for you. Um, like, who in your camp was probably the most helpful in sort of helping you navigate those types of conditions and just sort of keeping you level-headed, knowing that, uh, yeah, like I said, you can kind of control what you can control, ride how you know how, and uh, at the end of the day, um, like, not only those results throughout the year, but all of the other racing you do throughout the year is really what uh, paints the real picture of what you're capable of. Yeah, um, I'm going to say, you know, my my dad, um, he he uh, finds a way to, just to keep me in it, just do your best um, and just kind of just take the pressure off me a bit to just not thinking about really anything, but just to ride how I know how to ride and that's all I got. That's all I got. Um, but just to come off the track, knowing that you'd done everything that I could to put in my best, best result, that's, that's all I can do. And that's something that he's always, uh, kind of like cemented into my mind that doesn't matter what's going on. It's 
it's just about putting yourself in a good, good position to be, be in the fight and ride your best, so no matter what conditions. So, and yeah, I mean MTF, Colleen, and Little B, Big B, all the guys there, Jacob, um, they have cemented my riding for the past six years now, just to kind of what I've everything that, that I've learned since I got here and um, just to when when the time comes just to fall, fall back on to what I've done for the past six, six years training there and yeah that's all I can do certainly that, that is what we all prepare for is those those moments when we need to uh, perform at our best and and yeah you've got a great support system uh at, at your beck and call and some and people around you uh not only a great set of parents but also jacob hayes a guy who's been around the sport for a long period of time and uh was also spinning some laps in the uh, uh the plus 25 in the pro sport classes at loretta's this last year how inspiring is it to to be under the tutelage of a guy who can still go pretty damn fast on a dirt bike. Yeah, I mean it it's awesome. He's um great guy first of all. Yeah, he's he's awesome to be around. Um really motivating. Um just to just to see what he he's done. He's had an awesome career doing some gnarly stuff. Like he's been almost all across the world. Um We've been talking recently about it, like, um, yeah, he's been, like, everywhere. Like, I talk, I talk a little bit about, like, Australia. Oh, yep, he's done two years there. America, Arena Cross, Canada. He's done um, everything, and now he's back at Loretta's killing it. Um, I think he might have got second. So, yeah, that's awesome for him. And, yeah, he's another one that just, I mean, same sort of stuff, like, just, fall back on your training, um, do the things that you can and just give 100% out there. Certainly. So you've officially moved uh, off of the two strokes, which hurts my heart because I'm a two stroke guy uh, through and through. Uh, but like I said to Drew Adams uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, it's like eventually you got to get on uh, four strokes. It ha- that has to be the the weapon of choice in order to turn pro and do that whole thing. Um, what's that transition been like for you? Um, it like just moving on to uh, the full size bike, uh, electric fuel injection, the whole nine yards. Um, like you've been on big bikes for quite some time now, uh, but the two fifty is a whole other beast. Yes. So I've been on. I'm gonna say big bikes for about. 13, 14 months now, um, like the 125, I mean. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was a massive change from the Super Mini. Um, definitely, yeah, I had to be a lot stronger and just to hold, hold on to that thing for as long as the motos are. Loretta's 20 minutes. Um, most races now are like the Spring Nationals and stuff. That they're, they're all 20 minutes. So, um, on, on a gnarly track, it, it takes... It takes a man for sure, um, and then the two fifty is just another another step again. It's um, yeah, it's been a massive learning curve for me. I, I've had an awesome time. I've been on the two fifty for I'm gonna say well, I I don't know since the end of Loretta's. I I got on one straight away and just been grinding, um, putting in the motos. Uh, 
feeling really good. Um, training with some awesome guys here uh, at the farm, and yeah, stoked. No doubt, yeah. We got some pretty heavy hitters there, uh, and you, they also speak Australian, which is nice. Uh, like, do do you guys ever like get really into the the Aussie talk and like leave the rest of uh, the combatants sort of out of it completely? I'm sure at some point they can't even understand the damn word you guys are saying. Yeah, sometimes. Um, <laughs> most of the time, it's pretty like it's it's all right. Like it's we're we're, we're all here together. But yeah, sometimes we dive into. Australian foods and some people just have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> what uh, what Australian food do you uh, do you miss the most that you can't get or is hard to get in North America and you can't say Vegemite because that's gross. Yeah, no, I, I'm not a massive Vegemite guy either, so I'm <laughs> I'm there with you on that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but honestly, the chocolate. <laughs> okay. Might sound bad, but the chocolate is so good over there and another thing is the kfc i'm not gonna their kentucky fried chicken is better than it is here yes to all the people (laughs) that are in australia uh listening to this you guys are lucky all right please send a bucket of chicken and i have always taken it for granted and the first time that we came over here um, like KFC is my favorite fast food place. Okay. And the first time we came over here, like when I was like 11 or 12 or something, we were, we were like, oh, sick, there's KFC here. And we tried it and it was awful. <laughs> oh, um, I hate, I hate that for it's you. It's a completely different menu and we, we were like shocked. So it's, um, that's definitely by far my favorite place. Whenever I come back to Australia, I will be there twenty four seven. I was I was not expecting KFC. Uh, I was I was thinking possibly. Uh, although you're too young to be like addicted to coffee like I am, uh, so that's probably not on your radar. But as you get older, I believe when you go back to Australia for uh, AusX or any of those events, uh, more more than likely you'll be uh, you'll be in love with the coffee. I don't, I don't know if that's part of your program at all at the age of fifteen, but uh, yeah, it, it will be one day. You will be addicted like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a coffee guy as of yet, but I don't know, things might change, yeah. Okay. So, like, you've got a, a, an interesting cast of characters down there. Obviously, you have Jacob Hayes, who, actually, he must do a fair bit of riding, unless he just has, like, unbelievable skill to just be able to go faster than probably 99% of people on the face of the earth uh, on, like, next to the riding time. Like, he must, like, I don't know if he rides there, but he must do a fair bit of riding throughout the year. And then you've got, like, the Canadian, like, just contingent of Dylan Wright, who, as far as Canada is considered, he's probably one of, if not the greatest uh, Canadian to ever throw a leg over a dirt bike. Uh, Lawrence Brothers, uh, you've got Drew Adams, who is an absolute cartoon character. Um, how do you keep it all straight, man? Yeah, so as of right now, I'm uh, training with Dylan. Um, Jacob's had, he had his birthday back on, on the bike last week, and yeah, he's still got it, for no, sure. No, he's slow like, now. I'm going to tell him you um, said that. No, no, he's still got it. Like, it's it's awesome to see just, for him, it's, uh, his, uh, like, just while watching him ride, it's, 
it's awesome because I'm I, I learn a lot. I've learned a lot from Dylan the past couple of weeks. Um, he's been awesome to train with because he's obviously one of the best 450 guys there is on outdoors. Um, so it's been awesome just to um, learn from him, and he's been super open to giving me advice and for him for me to just feed off him a bit and. Yeah, it's been awesome to to train with him and yeah, Jacob. Uh, he's been he's actually my trainer now, so he's been in just behind my back, uh, cracking the with, whip, like, and and motos and just just learning bike stuff and yeah, techniques and all sorts of stuff that uh honestly didn't even really sort of like pick up on. Um, in previous years, so yeah, it's been awesome. And just to see, like, for him to ride last week was awesome because I kind of got to see what he was talking about. Because I'm a, I'm a very like visual learner. I okay. like struggle to read. Like, not like I can read, <laughs> but I just would rather. That's like, the only notes I'm taking away from this: struggles to read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I um, I'm I'm much rather watching it and then just doing it, like how I see it. So it's been awesome for Dylan to to be there for me, so I can see that, and yeah, Jacob as well. So yeah, it's been awesome. Well, uh, yeah. Dylan is an absolute legend of Canadian motocross. Jacob, in his own right, has uh, has landed at the top step of the podium uh, at some races up up north of the border. And I heard uh, a little birdie told me that you yourself may be uh, bringing yourself up to uh, some Canadian nationals, mixing it up with uh, uh, the the Canadian contingent. Uh, like like uh, one of Dylan's teammates, in fact. Uh, we'll be racing in the 250 class. You're going to have to go bar to bar with that guy. And he's like 40. Yeah. <laughs> T-Dags. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan's told me a few stories about him. But, yeah, no. Uh, plan on rope racing a few rounds um, just for some experience. And, yeah, it should be awesome. I'm really excited. It starts in it starts in June, so I've got a lot, lot of time to prepare. Um but yeah, I mean, no better guy to prepare for some Canadian rounds than the champ himself. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited. No, he'll 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 get you uh, uh, well versed in all things Canadian. Uh, like you said, you're not a coffee guy, but there are other menu options at Tim Hortons when you happen to come up here. Uh, one one question <laughs> or one thing that I, I will let you know is that the third round is at a place called Pilot Mound, Manitoba, and that's basically right in my backyard. And by that, I mean about four hours away. Um, that track is going to either be the most hard pack, slick dry, uh, high-speed, large-jump track that you've ever been to, or, and this will this will be right up your alley, because uh, it'll be very similar to Loretta's, because, uh, like, this is just, like, no fault of the Canadian Nationals, 
the middle of June is is our thunderstorm season. It gets super hot throughout the day, humidity like up to you know what, and then uh, usually that just like builds up and then goes kaboom, and that can either make make for an extremely hot day, and you can ask Dylan about one of the hottest races he's ever raced back in two thousand, I believe that was in twenty nineteen uh, at Pilot Mound. Or an absolute hellacious mutters that we've had in Manitoba. Because we've had both. We've had, like, crazy heat, which you'd never believe it would get that hot here in Canada. Or more, like, Red River gumbo, sticky mud than you know what to deal with. And hopefully you bring a pressure washer because you're going to need it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I'll definitely have to quiz him about that. But Yes. Ask him about 2018 Minidosa. I will text you about this. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah I'll let him know. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Again, it'd be awesome to learn off him. Um, mm-hmm. See what his take is on it. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'll be ready for either. Hopefully, um, gosh, here, here in Florida, it's pretty similar at the moment. It'll either rain for a couple of days straight, and you're stuck with some mud riding, or the past couple of days it's been dry but really windy. So that track will dry out quick. So it's been pretty hard pack at the moment. So yeah, hopefully I'll be ready for either. Fair enough. And so when, when possibly could we see, uh, um, Tiger would also spin some laps on a supercross track because, uh, yeah, four strokes is one step, but supercross is the next one, man. Yeah. So I got injured. Oh, so it, Kind of my plan was to do a few rounds of futures this year, mm-hmm. but that ship has sailed unfortunately when yes. I got uh, hurt a couple of weeks before Mini O's. Um, that put me out for a while and kind of just missed my supercross training boat there. Um, so I'll get on a supercross track right after, or kind of ride a supercross starts back up again and. Hopefully you'll see me at wherever the first futures round is, A2 or, yeah, wherever. Fair enough. Yeah, they've been having that for for quite some time. Did you race futures back in 2018 when they did it on, like, the Saturday? Or I think it was the Sunday after A2? Is that long? Is that too far back uh, for you? No, I did it once in 2019. Okay. Nashville Supercross, I, I did it, and... Unfortunately, it was a mudder. Um, Lame. Gosh, that was yeah, because the because the the actual pro day was dry, like real rocky, like oh gosh, like it was gnarly dry. And then yeah, it was hectic the day after. Like I um yeah, it was just a mudder. Like wasn't really that fun. Um. Yeah, didn't uh, actually. Yeah, funny story. I um, like because you can either qualify for that. Uh, pretty sure it's the lost, like, like the final round. Um, back back then, like if you got top three or whatever, you could uh, go to Vegas or something for the finale, and like that's their championship. Mm-hmm. So I qualified in the mini senior class. Uh, but that wasn't the the class that I was that keen on because I was in the 10 to 12. But um, I, I was winning 10 to 12 and uh, just fully slid out in one of the rhythms. 
like a goon on, on my RM85. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't stoked on that. I got maybe like fifth or something. Um, yeah, pretty sad, sad uh, trip home. <laughs> um, but I, so then it was kind of, I don't really know why, but I, I went, like, I, I just can't remember, but we were home in Australia, um, and when, when I got back, like, way after the Supercross had ended and stuff, I got a, I uh, looked on my, like, American phone number, and I saw on the, vo- on the voicemail um, that I had gotten in as an alternate for the <laughs> 10th pro class, and I was literally, like, about to, like, tear up, and I told mom, and oh, we were... I was so sad because I really weren't wanting to go to Vegas and I got the phone call saying that I'd made it, but because I was in Australia on a, on an Australian number, I, I didn't get it. Of course. So, uh, yeah, bum, bum, not that, but it's a funny story now. Oh, dude, that, that, that is a super bummer. Yeah, they, they gotta, they gotta <laughs> hit you on the, uh, the Australian digits. Well, um, yeah, I should have my Australian phone number. No kidding. Yeah. Like, uh, um, yeah, everyone needs both numbers. If you're going to be, you're going to run two phones, like a drug dealer, you got to have, they give out both numbers. Um, yeah. so I, I got a little bit of homework for you after this Grom report, you need to yeah. go to Dylan Wright and ask him about 2018 Minidosa. I will text you about it as well as you can ask him, does he know what it's like to ride a Honda 250F that is falling apart at the seams? And he will know exactly what you're talking about, and he will tell you a story about a ridiculous race where uh, essentially the back end of his motorcycle was hanging on by the wiring harness. Um, wow. This has been an awesome podcast. Yeah, I assume he has some pictures of it on his phone as well. Um, Tiger Wood here on the Verb Pod Network. This is the Grom Report. Thank you so much for making some time for me today, man. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Hopefully, um. I'll be able to get some answers and maybe uh, run, run up a, a part two sometime. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there, I, I expect a full book report. It's due on Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Awesome, man. Well, you have yourself a great rest of your day. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, I'm going to cut things off right there.